Welcome to CB Talks, a podcast from Silver Cloud Health, the leading global provider of evidence-based well-being and behavioral health solutions. My name is Dr. Jorge Palacios. I'm a senior digital health scientist at Silver Cloud, and in each episode, I sit down with leading mental health practitioners as we explore the science and implementation of digital mental health and how the latest research can be used to empower those using its services. In today's episode, we'll be looking at the role of mental health in perinatal care. Joining me today are two special guests from Talking Therapies Berkshire, a free NHS service providing counseling, support and wellness workshops for those living in the area. I am particularly happy actually to welcome them because Berkshire has been such an incredible research partner for Silver Cloud and we have published several important papers thanks to that partnership with more to come. I'll hand over to them and let them introduce themselves. Hello, so I'm Sarah Celeste and I'm the Innovation and Service Improvement Delivery Lead for Berkshire Talking Therapies. Hi, I'm Jess Harper and I'm a Psychological Wellbeing Practitioner Coordinator within Talking Therapies Berkshire. So Sarah joined NHS Talking Therapies in 2008. Um, so Sarah has worked with Silver Cloud in developing the IAPT programs since the start of their journey. We, we go back a long way. Um, and uh, I think she'd be too humble to admit this, but you know, pre-pandemic, we, we actually attended award ceremonies together because the partnership between Berkshire and Silver Cloud has been recognized in years past. And, and hopefully there'll be more to come uh, if only to see each other in person, which I think we all miss. Um, Sarah's uh, most recent efforts have been focused on innovative ways of, of working and service improvement, and she's dedicated to supporting digital working and sharing best practice for the benefit of patients and the workforce, both within IAPT and the Berkshire Healthcare Foundation Trust. Um, we're also joined by Jessica Harper. Jess joined um, uh, the service as a trainee, PWP, in September 2013. She qualified a year later in 2014, and since then she's promoted, she's been promoted to PWP coordinator. Uh, during her time with Talking Therapies, she's been involved with leading the clinical implementation of Silver Cloud, so she also knows us well and we know her well. Um, and her passions at work include increasing access to primary care support for mental health, including through digital innovations, of course, workforce retention within IAPT, and mentoring the trainee workforce, and using evidence-based practice to improve people's mental health, which I love. Since becoming a mother two and a half years ago, Jess is particularly interested in perinatal mental health and how the NHS long-term plans um, will be fulfilled. So, you know, that's great. Congratulations, Jess, on being a mom. And, uh, and very pertinent, obviously, to today's um, talk. Uh, so anyway, welcome both of you. And uh, I will um, just get right to the questions because I think listeners have had enough of listening to me. Um, and uh, Jess, if you don't mind, I'll turn to you first. Um, and uh, could we start then at the basics? Um, we're talking about perinatal mental health. So uh, can we recap the term perinatal, um, you know, what it actually means um, and what it includes? Yeah, sure. So I guess if we break it down when we're referring to perinatal, so we've got peri 
meaning around and natal meaning birth. So for perinatal, we're defining it as looking around birth. So in terms of what that means when we're looking at perinatal mental health particularly, we're really focused on that period of pregnancy. So before birth and after birth postnatally. So um, interestingly, it's been a fairly recent um, broadening of the term. So September 2020, they brought in changes that when we're now looking at perinatal mental health, we are considering up to two years post birth. So when we're defining that around birth period for perinatal mental health we're really focused on that period of pregnancy and up until your child is two years old great great and yeah well very important to call out that it was a really recent change uh, and i think um you know uh, uh, a pertinent one for sure so um so i mean this is a, mm -hmm. a, a obviously a key period in in a woman's life uh, and you know very important um that all the care um, be put to that period. Um, and so how important is the role of mental health um, for perinatal care? I think it's really crucial. And I think obviously that's shown with those recent changes and broadening um, to that two years post-birth. It used to um, be looking at a year post-birth with the perinatal mental health focus. So the fact that's now doubled shows how aware we all are of, of how important it is. And I think it's really important to think about um, both parents. So we're considering the impacts on both the mother and the father within that period. Um, so I think we really need to consider, um, yeah, kind of how important it is because our parent parental mental health, when we're considering mothers or fathers, that's one of the adverse childhood experiences, which is flagged when we're considering wider kind of negative and long lasting impacts on both our health and well-being. So it's not just in isolation in terms of how that affects that mother or father's mental health. It's also thinking about um, the ongoing effect of that on both the parent and the child. So we know that those early foundation years are so, so important in terms of a child's healthy development and forming those bonds and attachments, not only with their parents, but also, um, you know, with their wider family, with social networks and circles. So actually that perinatal period and getting that timely mental health support is so, so important to prevent things from deteriorating and potentially worsening and making sure that that relevant level of support is in place to support the whole family. So the parent, the child and the wider family and caregiving support. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's a really important call out, isn't it? The long-term effects. Um, you know, uh, I was, I was looking up the prevalence, um, of, uh, of mental illness in, in, you know, in, in new mothers and fathers and, you know, given the fact that it's around 20% and in the UK in 2020, there was around a hundred and sorry, seven, what was it around 680,000 new births? You know, that's around 140,000 
you know, the, the article said mums, but you said it yourself. It's the mother and the father. It's the whole family structure that could be affected long term if this is not addressed. So that's very, very important to call out. And as a new father myself, I'm glad you did because um, it's equally important. If the father doesn't have, you know, that mental health support as well, then there's no support as well for the mother. And it just has a cascading effect. Um, so great, and, and now that we've you know, established that clear importance, um, what support then can, can your service, can Berkshire Talking Therapies offer to parents either during pregnancy or in their child's first two years of life? Yeah, so uh, we've got a range of different options available within the service. So essentially it's tailored to the individual need based on an assessment that would have when they come into the service. So it's really important to acknowledge individual differences as well, because when we're thinking about perinatal mental health, it's not a case of one size fits all, um, you know, presentations and kind of the main difficulty, even for multiple people within the perinatal period can be very different. So um, we've got a range of different um, services available within Talking Therapies Berkshire and they're also delivered in a variety of ways because people have different preferences um, especially like we say with digital innovation Sarah's going to come to talk about that I'm sure in terms of how that supported our perinatal clients but there's a whole host of other options available for them too and I think what's really really important and really valuable for us particularly when we're working with the perinatal client group is um, the joint working that we do also linking in with other services um, so the fact that it's not just about what we provide them within Talking Therapies Berkshire but also kind of that whole package of care so just as an example we might link in working alongside and with the midwife during and shortly post-pregnancy um, or we might work alongside the health visitor um, and any support and provision that they're putting in place so that we can really make sure that um, that perinatal care is kind of being supported from all angles. Another thing in terms of the support that they receive at Talking Therapies Berkshire which I think is really valuable and helpful for people to know because it can sometimes prevent them from seeking help is that we really do um, acknowledge the importance of getting that timely support and we do prioritise our perinatal clients. So we're um, specifically kind of focused to working towards getting them an assessment within two weeks of their referral if they fit within that perinatal period and then also um, any kind of treatment so any care and support they go on to with us they would receive that within four weeks of assessment so they're looking at um, at most six weeks from their point of referral before they really start receiving that support and having that that care in place. Well, I mean, that's great. That's incredibly thorough. The, the, the options that people have is, is amazing. And uh, I'll admit that I, you know, I wasn't aware of most of this, you know, um, and, uh, and so, you know, I, I, can, I can say that, but I have the benefit of, of interviewing 
you both and uh, now there's no excuse but how you know <laughs> how much does lack of awareness play a role here in perinatal mental health I mean do you think um, these tools should be provided as standard to everyone or or is just it, it's a matter of, of making people more aware communicating it out more yeah I think it's a really really good point especially when we're thinking about what might you know when we know that perinatal mental health is so, so important, but maybe if we're not seeing that volume come through that we would expect, like you say, based on the number of births there are in a year and what we know about stats, then it's thinking about what might be preventing people from coming forward. And I think there's a range of reasons, but awareness can definitely be one of them. So exactly like you said, we, we don't know what we don't know. And I think particularly for people that maybe haven't struggled with their mental health before um, they just they don't necessarily know where to go for support so if it's the first time that they're faced with that mental health difficulty it can be really scary and really overwhelming and they just don't necessarily know what is available and, and where to go and particularly when we're thinking about that perinatal period there's so many um hormonal, emotional, physical changes that are already going on that we need to factor in. Often they might have a tendency to stay silent for a fear of being misunderstood. So that can be a real barrier to them getting the right support, um, even if they do know what is available. Um, and it's, it's often tied in with the expectations that either we set ourselves or we've grown up with or you know are generally around us um when we're thinking about that perinatal period that kind of pregnancy and having a newborn baby there's often that expectation that that's going to be you know a beautiful time the happiest period of your life why would anyone you know be in a bad place during that time and I think often that stigma can really tie into that that lack of awareness as well of having the assumption of you know questioning why would people have poor mental health during that period um, rather than kind of realizing all of those changes that you know a new mother a new father is going through and how that can really really impact their mental health exactly exactly um so yeah i mean those two like awareness is not just understanding what is available but awareness of one's own you know variety of symptoms or you know feelings that that you can have i mean it's not normal to feel like this it's not normal to feel like this other way um, and, you know, encourage people to express it and understand it a bit more, um, even if they don't know if it merits further attention to talk about it and ask, you know, um, mm. is this normal? Um, so, yeah, I mean, Jess, thanks so much. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I may come back to you for, for another question um, towards the end, but I, I want to uh, give Sarah a chance to chime in now as well. Um, she's been sitting there patiently, <laughs> nodding away. Um, and um, so, you know, uh, turning, speaking a little bit about, you know, Berkshire and Sarah, we've, we've worked together on many projects and, you know, um, Berkshire is really forward thinking and in its, its approach to 
you know, modernizing healthcare and, um, you know, giving people more access to it. So why was digital therapy considered best for, for these patients in your service? Um, okay, so I think it's, I think I want to break that question down a little bit. Um, and first of all, think about what digital um, treatment does in general for our service, because I think it's um, important to highlight those before we consider the specific benefits. So we've been really lucky. We've worked with Silver Cloud um, for quite a long time. As Jorge said, we've worked on various projects and um, research and things together. And we kind of realized that we needed some solutions to help us when we first started developing our iApp service and digital and silver cloud um, offered us some real visible benefits for not only the patient um, which Jess has sort of talked about why it's important for this particular patient group um, but also it really provided us with a solution to help with workforce issues so workforce retention difficulties, um, difficulties of having enough qualified practitioners, um, practitioners with the right personal experience to be able to support specific patient groups. Um, and as well as having kind of workforce difficulties, we've also, um, as an IAP service, had a lot of kind of changes in terms of our national requirements and standards of what we need to deliver which could be really difficult for us to um, be able to overcome. And Silver Cloud has kind of really helped us at various points in our journey. So I think that the benefits of digital therapy in general um, kind of translate to the benefits that we have noticed for our perinatal patients. Um, in particular, the benefits for this um, client group, patient group, are uh, the immediate access. So Jess was kind of saying about the need to prioritize this um, this group of people for the reasons that she has pointed out. And actually, Silver Cloud gives us the ability to give people immediate access to support and help without having to wait at all. Um, so not only does that help us kind of meet best practice and national standards, um, there's a lot of evidence that suggests, you know, the quicker that you help um, a person, the higher the likelihood is of engagement. So them actually kind of getting into the treatment with you, um, finishing the treatment with you. And also the, you know, the higher the likelihood is that they will recover and get better um, and their well-being will improve. So it's given us the opportunity to be able to offer those kind of real life benefits to, to our patients in this particular perinatal um, population. Yeah, no, great. And, um, you know, uh, like the benefits, I think, um, it's, it's, it's a two-way street. I mean, we've benefited so much from working you and learning about how best to implement digital within a, a service and applied it elsewhere. So um, so that's that's been great for us too. And um, I'm just wondering if there's any specific feedback that you've gotten from patients and service users that you'd like to share uh, here for the listeners. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I've sort of regularly looking at the feedback on our digital solutions and what we notice particularly about the perinatal one is um you know the ease of use um for for the patient that's that's um taken the silver cloud program um you know it's step by step for them and they can dip in and out whenever they want the program just kind of works with them so it's easy to come in and out of if your baby starts crying or wakes up from a nap um, also the mobility aspect of it as well you can use it on your laptop you can use it on your um 
PC, you can use it on your phone. So if you're out and about, you can pick it up and do little bits of it, which is great because, you know, quite often in that early period, it's unsettled. You don't have set routines or times you can sit down and do specific tasks. So it's the mobility and ease of access, but also there's something about kind of empowerment in that difficult period. It feels like sometimes people are saying there's a lot that might be outside of their control, um, whereas this actually gives them um, that mobile and easy access toolkit that they can kind of take from um, and use that to make changes um, and actually have that with them in their pocket at any point when they might need it. Um, so I think it's about that empowerment for the patient. It's about having access to that toolkit and that knowledge that they can do something with that makes them feel better and improves their well-being. I mean, you did talk about the challenges uh, a little bit. I mean, is there any other challenges that that this implementation of digital do you think has has helped overcome in, in patients in um, you know in this perinatal period and their needs? Yes. Yeah, definitely. So I was having a think about. Um, you know, what are the specific challenges that this, um, this population might be experiencing? Um, and how does Silver Cloud help us with those? Um, and like I say, you know, I've talked a bit about engagement and people getting better. Um, but also, there's something really important about kind of the practical issues. So when you're a new mom or, you know, when you're um, pre-giving birth, you have lots of appointments, you've got lots of routines, you've got lots of structures in place. Um, you've got kind of a lot of pressures and challenges you're facing. Um, and actually attending another face-to-face -face appointment um, for treatment could become another pressure for kind of new mums and dads. So it, it overcomes those practical issues for our clients as well. They don't have to attend face-to-face. -face, they don't have to find childcare. They don't have to bring a small child to get to an appointment. They don't have to pay for the cost of attending an appointment. So it really does relieve some of those practical difficulties that our patient group um, might experience. Um, and I think I just kind of wanted to add in what Jess was saying as well about kind of breaking down that that stigma. Um, I think perinatal is particularly an area where there might be kind of a reduced awareness or there might still be some stigma or embarrassment about coming forward for help. Um, and just the fact this program exists shows that it's needed, that it's normal. Um, and when our patients are looking at the program, that's where they get normalization. You're normal, what you're going through is normal. Um, and it gives them solutions to be able to help with that. Yeah, no, that's great. I mean, the, the practical challenges, I mean, like it's, it's just so obvious when you think about it now. I mean, you know, again, speaking from personal experience, just thinking about sometimes the challenges of like fitting into your schedule, um, you know, this meeting here, this meeting there, and also, you know, the stigma of actually showing up and, you know, admitting these things in, in person and working around that. Um, so to have to be able to do it in the comfort of your home and, you know, logging in and being having access to a program that you can, you know, take relatively anonymously and, you know, log in at night if you want to or, you know, whenever is most convenient is great. No? Um, mm. And, you know, obviously that's the impact on, on patient care and experience. But what about the impact on your staff and the service delivery? I mean, you know, you, you lead this. So, you know, do you... Have you seen this occur? Are there any examples where you can talk about your staff um, and how you know they've been impacted by being able to offer this? Yeah, absolutely. So as well as having um, sort of 
flexibility, choice um, and engagement for patients, it has definitely served some purposes for um, us as a service. I kind of hinted at those at the beginning and also for our staff. So we explored this quite a little bit um, in our um, global digitally, digital exemplary work that we did um, as a trust. Um, and we actually looked at some of the benefits of Silver Cloud and measured them over a period of time. Um, and one of the biggest things was a time saving, so time efficiency, um, which can be translated into decreased costs. Um, but for actually for us, what, what was more important is it translates into more availability and being able to see more people. So we can actually help more people in the same amount of time as we could with kind of more traditional therapy. Um, so we can see more people, you know, we know we're helping as many people as we can in Berkshire, um, which is great for us as a service, great for the Berkshire population, but also enables us to meet those kind of national standards and requirements that the IAP services are required to, to meet. Um, so that's kind of the time efficiencies, but also we've spoken a lot to our workforce and really thinking about kind of what what are the benefits to them and how can we kind of support them um, to be able to use digital solutions um, well um, and what do they kind of take from it so we we definitely get feedback around flexibility using silver cloud um, for perinatal patients um, enables the pwp psychological well-being practitioner to be more flexible with how they're delivering their treatment so they don't have to be online with the patient at a specific time, they can move and manage their diaries to be able to manage their workload, which really helps reduce some of the pressure that they experience. Um, it gives them the ability to carry higher caseloads. So like I was just saying just now, you know, we can see more people, but it's not placing additional pressures on the PWP because they've actually got the ability to you know, have higher caseloads. Um, and also there's something around the ability to deliver more effective support. So you know, the PWP doesn't need to teach the um, patients how to um, use a specific tool because everything the patient needs is in the program. Therefore, the time with the PWP becomes a much more kind of quality time. It becomes about being able to use those common factor skills more, really be able to listen, understand and problem solve um, the difficulties that somebody might be experiencing with a perinatal um, patient group that's critical you know it's a really lonely and challenging time and having somebody there to be able to help you through that and give you that quality time is is kind of critical that, yeah no i mean all that's great Sarah. um again it's just advocating for uh both for digital but just for the use of this service to those who need it so much i mean you know given the strain that services have you know these days just to be able to offer more without putting further strain on the PWPs is amazing. So I'm so glad to hear you say that. Um, and um, do, are there any other data points in terms of outcomes or recovery rates that you that you could share, um, in you know, just to talk about the success of, of, um, of this offering at your in your service? You talked about, um, you know, time and things like that and cost benefit any anything on clinical outcomes or recovery yeah absolutely so IAP services are highly measured in terms of our outcomes um and so we yeah. keep a really close eye on them it's it's really important that we make sure that we are balancing kind of that um efficiency with quality we don't want to lose our quality ever we want to make sure that the patient is getting a gold standard service um so in terms of the um 
patients that have come to us with perinatal over the last year, and um, this was 2020, anyone that came in who was identified as having perinatal difficulties, um, who used Silver Cloud had a 68% recovery. But if you look at the specific patients with that difficulty that used the perinatal program, the recovery was actually 74%. Um, so this just kind of tells us that what we're doing is right. You know, we, we've got all these efficiencies and it's really supporting the patient, the workforce and the service, but actually the quality of what patients are giving is giving us a 68 to 74% recovery rate, which is a lot higher than the national average. Amazing, amazing. I mean, I, I see a lot of numbers in my day to day and I'm rarely like wowed, <laughs> you know, it takes a lot. So, I mean, this this actually made me well, like that's that's amazing. That's great. Um, well, it, I mean, it speaks to how well you're doing things um, in Berkshire, but hopefully that can be, you know, translated and um, into, you know, services nationally and the national rates can go up, um, you know, even if a few people listen to this and, and think, well, this is a service I can take advantage of and, and use, um, you know, then then I think we've done great in, in that sense. So, I mean, that's awesome. People are really happy with that. People are definitely looking for a solution. Um, you know, yeah. I'm on a lot of platforms and things where people are asking about this specific group of patients and how do we improve the care that we can provide. So I think there is an appetite for it out there and it's exciting that we can be able to, you know, provide that opportunity. Yeah, yeah. No, it's great, and you know, I know you're you're a mom. Um, well, you both are um, actually, and uh, and I'm a recent dad. So why don't like why don't we talk a little bit towards the end now of um, just you know to the parents listening to this episode? Are there any tips to give to improve perinatal well uh, mental health? You know, um, any anything come to mind? Um, you know, just as if you're talking to someone. Uh, over the phone or over coffee and share some tips from parent to parent. Uh, should we start with you, Sarah? Yeah, um, I think I've had many, many, many of these conversations um, with friends, with family, with patients. It, it is normal. It's a really, really difficult time. Um, it's huge transitions. Um, I think the quicker you can identify that you might need some support and the quicker you can get that support, the more likely that you'll just need like a light touch you know, you just need a little toolkit to kind of help you um, to be able to balance all these things that are going on. Um, I think it's empowering. I think quite often, you're, you know, you might feel out of control when you're in this phase um, and it gives you those tools to empower you to be able to make change and make difference. Um, and hopefully, yeah, the quicker, the better, maybe. Yeah, 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 I totally agree. Um, Jess, what, what, do you, what do you think? What's your top tip? Yeah, I think um, a bit like what you were saying in terms of, you know, talking to other mums, talking to other dads, I think the importance of connecting with other people. So as well as everything that we've talked about in terms of the benefits of professional support, really also thinking about that social circle as well. Um, and often that can... Um, you know, work in both directions in terms of contributing to people's perinatal mental health. If, you know, you don't have people around you in a similar kind of life change stage, that can be really challenging. So not only reaching out to professional support, but thinking about, um, you know, linking in with your local children's centre, looking locally for baby groups to meet other mums and dads that have got 
um, children of similar ages because then that often does kind of widen that pool of realizing that you're not the only one struggling with these things it is a really challenging period you know our our basic needs are very challenged you know if we're thinking about sleep de deprivation both in pregnancy and postnatally so that whole perinatal period really respecting the fact that you you deserve to be prioritized and valued in that period as well and that often falls to the bottom of li the list particularly in that perinatal period because of you know valuing your your baby and kind of your pregnancy and really focusing everything on looking after them we often um in our work for various different things but i think it really applies to the perinatal period well as well um we use the oxygen mask analogy so you know when you get your health and safety demo when you're flying on an airplane and they talk about if there were to be an accident and those oxygen masks fall down our kind of human compassion and kind of our overwhelming tendency tends to be you know let me help other people let me put their oxygen masks on and that's particularly the case with mothers and fathers or let me tend to my children but actually thinking through the long-term effects in terms of if you were to take that time and that oxygen that you have left putting on everyone else's masks then you know you're you're not going to be able to reach everyone by the time your oxygen is gone. So if you tend to your own oxygen mask first, then you can be, you know, strengthened. You can build up that resilience to be in an even better position and really strengthen your well-being to be able to support and care for those around you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, th that's great. I totally agree. I think, you know, you both have said it better than I ever could. I mean, all I can add to that is... Um, is you know just even just talking about it helps so much because it can get lonely as a as a parent you know as an expectant parent and as a new parent and lonely in the sense that you've got so much going on it all comes to it all boils to the surface everything and it's really hard to know you know what you can deal with and what you can't and so the first step to admit that you know this is going to be a struggle for me to deal with and and finding a place to talk about it you know, it can be peers, um, but it, you know, it can and, and should often be professionals that can that can help you further if you need it. So, you know, just the fact that we're having this conversation again, um, hopefully a lot of people will realize that there's many places where they can turn to for help. You know, this issue is addressed. The many, many new parents coming, you know, see that there is a lot of support out there. Um, you know, I think then this conversation has been incredibly valuable. So um, I'd like to thank you both, um, you know, personally and then on behalf of, of all our listeners. Um, this has been great. You, you both have been great. Um, you know, I think all your responses were, were really, really interesting and, and insightful. So, you know, just uh, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure and it will continue to be a pleasure to work with you in all of the cool things we're doing over at Berkshire. So, yeah. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks, Jorge. This has been a really um, lovely opportunity to not only talk about um, the perinatal program, but actually for us to really have a good think about what we're actually doing um, and really help us to see the difference that we're making um, and be able to 
hopefully pass that on to other services and to patients so that you know improvements can be made across the board uh yeah thanks so much for having us on Jorge it was a really really interesting discussion I think it's so so important for us to put it out there and make sure people know kind of where they can go for support and that they don't need to wait until they feel like they have a severe mental health problem my thanks to my guests Sarah Celeste and Jess Harper if you need further information or support on the topics discussed today, you can find more details about Talking Therapies Berkshire online. And to hear more insightful conversations surrounding digital mental health, you can also listen back to previous episodes of CB Talks. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. I'll be back next time looking at more ways in which digital technologies are closely involved in mental health. So do keep listening. Thank you.